It's the 26th of August, and I want to say a word about Sudan. 26th of August, 2020. Word about Sudan and the problems of Sudan. We've got a situation where a potential leader may yet be the head of the rapid support forces. Uh, that's because all the money is going to the military, all the money from the United Arab Emirates and other Gulf states is going to the military, and the rapid support forces are the Jangjuid, the great fighting group that have been responsible for much of the war in Darfur since President Bashir, the former president, armed them with AK-47s. The rapid support forces are now being, being backed by Gulf states. Why are they being backed? Because, because they provide mercenaries, and on a large scale, in Libya and in Yemen, where they are needed. They're ruthless fighters, they're well-trained, well-honed fighters, and they're used to war, and they are poor and need money, and so they're being utilized, being utilized extensively in Libya and in Yemen. Well, that's part of the issue, part of the problem. You have a prime minister in Sudan who is trying to install a democracy, Abdullah Hamdok. He's a good man, and has he got the strength to, to deal with the military? No. No, not by himself. And part of the problem is that there is no other money coming into the country. The oil price has fallen through the floor. Through the floor. So this this money to the military is the only money Sudan is really generating. <laughs> it's a situation that's catastrophic, actually, for Sudan. The future doesn't bode well because of U.S. sanctions. And this is the key issue, really. If you want Sudan becoming a democracy... You have to remove Sudan from the United States state sponsors of terrorism list because the economic crisis in Sudan is acute and it has, this country has been on state sponsors of terrorism list since August of 1993 when Omar al-Bashir became president. And the, the sanctions, of course, are limited to Sudan's funding of, it's not so much Sudan's funding of terrorist groups, but Sudan offering refuge to terrorist groups. You will remember that Osama bin Laden lived in Sudan uh, for a considerable length of time. So Sudan was, uh, yes, it was, in that sense, a sponsor of terrorism. It didn't have to give money. It couldn't give money. It got money from rich Arab donors, but it, it gave a refuge to terrorists. Some of the worst terrorists ever seen on the face of the earth. And Abdullah Hamdok, what can he do? He's he is trying to let humanitarian aid come in. He's trying to do things. He has done some good things. Outlawed female genital mutilation in April of this year. I mean, nine out of ten women in Sudan have had FGM, female circumcision. A terrible thing. The apostasy laws have also been withdrawn, and those are unpleasant little things whereby um, you can be imprisoned for leaving Islam. Um, yes, okay, Islamic law, but, but, but. We live in a world in which the legal systems of nations have not got to be religiously defined, else, else what will we be in a country like Britain? I mean, just not on, is it, in this day and age? And there's media freedom for the first time in a long time. Prime Minister Abdullah Hamdok has done a lot to make things better. Um, yeah, he's let people out of jail. He's done all sorts of things. But Sudan is crippled internationally. It cannot move. 
as long as U.S. sanctions remain on the country. We cannot get aid into Sudan. There is no money but the money going to the mercenaries because of the United States of America. Because the United States of America is now encouraging terrorism and violence because it will not take Sudan off its list of state sponsors of terrorism. It's the U.S. State Department, to be specific. And it can't do anything because it's hampered by its own public. I mean, there are some 7 million in Sudan that need humanitarian assistance. It is desperately key, key that we do something. The people in Sudan are suffering in poverty. Now, why, why is nothing being done? Because, uh, because Sudan is expected to find the money to compensate for the American embassy bombing in 1998 and the bombing of the destroyer coal in 2000. I think Sudan had very little to do with the bombing of the destroyer coal, but the uh, American embassy bombing, yes. Yes, it was offering refuge to the terrorists that did that. And the United States of America is demanding $335 million in compensation. Well, I mean, it's given the present situation of Sudan, it's impossible to find that kind of money. But if if... Sudan came off the state's sponsors of terrorism list. The Sudanese could boost their economy and find the revenue to pay those huge sums of money demanded by the United States of America over time if a pre period of grace were allowed. But until Sudan's free to receive foreign investment, Sudan will be unable to repay what the United States considers they owe. Sudan must be removed from the state sponsors of terrorism list in the United States of America so that it can begin to move forward, so that banking sanctions begin to end, and so that the country can trade, and so the country can function, and so the country is not driven back into the morass, having only just found its freedom. This needs to be done. This needs to be done right quickly. America is dragging its feet because it is paralyzed by this election. It's not good enough. Pull your socks up, USA. Pull your socks up. Time to act and act now. And if you cannot, if you are so crippled that you cannot move an inch, that your entire body politics is paralyzed by this election and will remain paralyzed until the new president takes office, or Trump takes office again in January of next year, then move blooming quick then. You are too slow and people, people suffer and you are wrong to take this length of time. We need action, we need action fast and the USA must deliver it. Okay, thank you.